The following was not intended as a podcast. It has not been approved for any audience by the Binge That Stream Team, LLC. The following podcast is not officially rated PCMA. Some materials may be inappropriate or offensive to all ages. There's language, spoilers, sexual comments, and partial immaturity. Binge That! Alright, welcome to Binge That. Today we're doing Extinction on Netflix. Uh, rated TVMA I was made this year 2018 essentially it's about the father having recurring dreams and losing his family nightmares turn into reality when the planet becomes invaded by a force bent on destruction so they fight through their lives pretty much the entirety of the whole movie right there um, yeah that's uh that's pretty much it that's the show <laughs> <laughs> see you guys next week but yeah there, there's definitely more interesting things to unpack and all that. Uh, if, if it's not clear, none of us were impressed. This movie didn't suck. That's about it. It didn't suck. That's a great one-line review. Didn't suck, but it was a real crappy movie. I, I would not go as far as calling it uh, crappy. Would, would, I okay. enjoyed watching it. It just wasn't no, good. It was, it was very <laughs> action-packed. It was. It was very action-packed. Yes, yes. It was very okay. <laughs> you should watch it. You should watch this okay movie. I don't know if I would even recommend watching it. it. I didn't even feel connected to the main character. There's so many jumps for him that he's not like a continuous person, at least not for me. It just, yeah, yeah. it wasn't enjoyable. I think with all of his continuous flashbacks of his life and everything like that, it was just too much of a tangle and repetitive. Yeah, the flashbacks did seem repetitive. No, they really were. They were extremely repetitive. It was like, how many times did we see the little girl saying, mommy, mommy? Wake up, mommy. Look through this movie and probably find 20 times. Yeah, we saw the scene of the him in the courtyard with all the people being attacked from above like five times during the movie. And it, certain parts were extended. Other parts were cut off at a, you know, like it started at a slightly different point. But it definitely got the exact same thing. Peter is the dad. Having his random blackout at work just happens to happen like... Yeah, no, it seemed like the dreams and stuff were happening for a while, but... Right. It, but the blackouts didn't start until they got closer, whatever they were. Uh, that was that was kind of weird. That was a really fast es- escalation of what it was. It's like, oh, I'm having bad dreams for a while, and it's causing problems with my family. And then suddenly it's like, hey, you're supposed to be doing something. Let's screw this up by a blackout. That sounds like a good <laughs> you know, way to bring this forward. And I didn't even really believe. He, didn't he walk in randomly on his, his family during a game night he was missing? Yeah, like and- they were supposed to be having family night or something. But even, even that didn't feel believable. Like, you forgive the guy for missing a game night. Yeah. From the way it sounds, because he was saying to his one daughter that, sorry, things have been weird these last couple months and everything with me. So it, it's been happening for a couple months. Well, he said weeks and she gave snark. So, yeah, we assume it was definitely more than a few weeks. Forgive somebody for, like, a one-timer. Again, they didn't really give any backstory how many times he's missed out on family functions or hanging well, out. And that's what I mean, is it felt really forced because of that. Made the disconnect not even a thing in my brain. That first part was really rushed, and then they, well, they spent a lot more time on the later part of the movie, too. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll be breaking the twist of this movie uh, pretty quickly. Not that you should care, uh, but spoilers ahead for uh, this very okay movie. Problems with this family meant nothing. Like, it was just there to take up time in the movie, to be honest. Th- this could have been happening without all the family drama. I mean, it did try to give char- the character some 
some pre-story or some life and stuff but to be honest the daughters didn't need any of that they could have been 2d right. cutouts and it would have been essentially the same movie i think mm -hmm. the problem here was is that the reason why they had so many of the same clips happening over and over and over again and having the whole little bs story about the family drama was because they wanted to make sure that they had an hour and 30 minutes and that's it i don't there's a lot of filler crap going on through this movie. Yeah, like you said, the recurring the flashbacks and stuff being a lot of the same thing. Yeah, uh, that and not, felt like and not even too. and not even different camera angles. I think that's kind of what kind of threw me off. They didn't even bother to do diff a different camera angle. Oh yeah, that probably would have made it feel better replaying different parts of the same kind of thing, but from a slightly different angle or point of view. Instead of just his point of view, maybe it was his wife's point of view during some of the you know some of the things would have changed. But well, I guess again, it's supposed to be his blackouts, and it just right. Most of those weren't really even his point of view either. Some of them were third person yeah a lot of it was third person which felt weird for a blackout kind of you know i guess it made sense during the dreams when we thought they were dreams and stuff but doesn't make sense when they're supposed to be the memories or kind of things so. there was there were a few moments i thought he was just remembering when he was in the army or something okay so like at the beginning of the movie peter's wife has a complete disconnect with that uh, has a lot of hatred toward excessive amounts of frustration did anybody else catch that or was that just me no it almost seemed like they wanted it to look like they were on the cusp of divorce or something i thought that was their the... attempt to make you think that this had been going on for a while but it didn't really come off that way it came off as she already hated him yeah 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 it didn't it didn't come off as oh we're having family trouble it came off like you said she just hates him for whatever reason there's a lot of hate there until after it went down and all of a sudden she was like oh my god well, everything's fine now <laughs> you were so right and oh i yeah. hate that trope that oh suddenly our lives are in danger and everything's perfect all of our problems that we used to you know we had trouble communicating or fighting or whatever for our family and it's just gone like yeah that that's a movie trope that's not happening i wish that shit wow. would happen in real life even just the whole dreams being what's happening in the future thing so often done it, i was just really disappointed by the setup it was very frustrating i don't i can't tell you how many times we kept like seeing the same thing and i was wait wait is that supposed to be past or is that supposed to be future i don't know what's happening here that kept going back and forth and i'm like okay well it made more sense for that to be in the past but then it seems like with this scene that it's supposed to be the future so when he goes into the i guess the mental hospital thing or whatever we're supposed to see it as him going to see a doctor and stuff to get help right and he's talking to the guy in the lobby the guy just tells him oh it's all real right he doesn't say oh we're seeing visions of the future or anything else he says it's all real like okay right like he's totally lost his mind and i'm like okay so and he makes the comment that they literally erase your mind so that way you don't have to remember those things. yeah and he said, specifically said remember he's like i can't like, deal doesn't with make any sense now that you say that what the hell yeah, I mean, that was the, like, they dropped a bunch of clues for the twist in this um, pretty early. And I caught on about uh, halfway through the movie when he goes to uh, fix the gun. But it was, they dropped a lot of random stuff in here that was meant to confuse you on purpose. And it just felt irritating more than it, you know, I wasn't like, oh, I'm invested in this mystery of what's really happening. And, you know, and whether he's seeing visions of the future, I was just like, this is getting irritating, you know? <laughs> Please, <laughs> Like, we're halfway through the now. movie, and they still haven't actually revealed what's happening. They're still trying to push it along. I'm just like, come on, just tell me what's really happening. Guns have already gone off. Yep. We should be seeing him, like, 
oh yeah, this happens in the future, or we should be going here to do this because this is what I saw. You know, you would expect that kind of stuff from the, if it was from the future, and or if it was you know something from memories like PTSD re flashbacks from some of the violence or something happening around him. But we got none of that. None of the, the two real options for it. It was just gone. Hang on to that trope far too hard. They wrote it a long way. They really did. Did did any of you did either of you re, uh, figure out what the whole elevator thing was with the girl? Because that just didn't make sense. It just seemed like it was random. Like, uh, I guess she okay, hides so out in the elevator. This is my but idea the... is that she's so upset with her dad that she's found a little hobby morning. That doesn't a really make about, sense like, either. At the beginning because... of the movie? I guess it's still the beginning of the movie when she takes her friend to the elevator before the attack. It was a little strange. Well, it, it may just be her safe place. Or... Yeah, but that was my point. Why did she bring her friend to there? Like, they were going to hang out and play or whatever, and in they the went elevator. to the elevator. Right. Like, well, if that's her safe place and stuff, then is the her elevator. alone place kind of thing where she tries to get away? Well, she's not going to go to the elevator to be alone and get away from people. She's going to go to the elevator because that's where she wants to interact with other people and not be at home. There's a sense of running away. Oh, was it supposed to be like a running away thing? I'm assuming so. Okay, I can see that. They failed at trying to um, explain that, but I can see why it would be that. Anyway, essentially what it comes down to is clearly calls him by first name. I didn't even realize that she called him by his first name. Yeah, calls by first name, says... So the nice weather we're having today and tells him no talking while the elevator's in motion. But when the neighbor gets on, they have a whole conversation all the way down. You know, so eight, we're getting yep. at is his daughter's a dick. That's essentially what it comes across. She's like, you know, in the butt teenager, but she seems like she's only like maybe 12, 11, 12. I don't know. I don't know that haircut. The bangs, right? <laughs> she has bangs, right? Yeah, she's got the bangs. Yeah. And she's got to be like in her tweens, like 11. Yeah, that's an 11 year old thing. I don't I don't even know when that hairstyle was in play. Never. Um, it's never been in play. <laughs> okay, good. I'm, I'm this was glad. supposed to be set in the future too. So they had a lot of just liberty with the styles and other stuff. The person okay, did that, not know how to do future styling. That's that's the whole other thing. Okay, these are supposed to be in the future, uh, what, somewhere around 50 years or so? They say somewhere in the movie. And well, later on in the movie, with the technology and stuff, it looks like it's much further uh, along than that. But in the beginning, yeah, it just looks like it's only about twenty to fifty years at the most. Well, they say in the in the movie that it's fifty years. Oh, oh they, yeah, I guess they do, huh? Yeah, they make the because statement of fifty years. The guy says that it was a little over fifty years yeah. because of his grandparents. Okay, well, okay, so right off the bat, you know what? Okay, fine, we get it. They're machines. Okay, they they screwed the pooch. And... Oh, oh, thank you. you okay, you, you broke it. They're like machines. Thing a little too early. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. The reality is, okay, we expect that the kids aren't going to grow up. You would think if you've lived there for 50 years, I mean, they're, they're machines. They should be able to count at least, right? So yeah, That's what I didn't understand about the, hey, you got promoted. Then I realized, oh, they've been living as a family for 50 years. <laughs> I didn't even, I think my mind just completely rejected that as utter BS because that's not how it should have been. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, but they, uh, these kids are still they, in school after fifty years, and it's like what we appear, like what we assume is like the same grade. If they had, you know, still being kids but grown for fifty years, they should have been like it should have been looking like child labor and crazy stuff like that, right? 
Right, you would assume something. But, I mean, like, seriously, though, I mean, even with the basics of mathematics, they should have at least realized, hey, there's something wrong here after, you know, 20 years or even 10 years of going, hey, my kid's not growing up. Wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, we... We don't remember any of this stuff, so we we're pretending like this is a normal human family. You're right, after 50 years, something has to seem off. Not to mention in their stolen apartment. They just walk right into an apartment. Okay, that's later down in the movie, but I mean, still, even so, when they show that scene, they walk into the apartment, it's completely destructive because all the humans have left, and there's these Oh, okay, so before you, uh, before you dive further into this, I, I just want to... I want to move on to the next point that we have. Uh, so they have the conversation just, you know, right after the attack starts because she pulls him to the side when everything is going down and she asks him about the dreams and stuff. He doesn't say anything during this, like pretty much anything during this entire conversation, except I don't know. Things are out of order. That's this entire thing through it. And she's just assuming huge amounts of stuff and it's like oh you're seeing stuff from the future and you're you're amazing my husband and i'm going to latch on to you and you're going to be my savior and all this stupid stuff because she just assumes that he can see the future and he knows how to keep them safe but he explains nothing yeah he is... explains absolutely nothing he's like you should go to the factory she doesn't ask why or anything else or what's supposed to happen at the factory. You know, things that you would expect somebody to ask, even in a, a situation like that. Or, But it's just like, yeah, yeah, definitely. She just, like I said, assumes he's going to be the savior and knows what to do and is just okay with it. Oh, I hated you 20 okay. minutes ago, but now I might die. Okay, so so here it exactly. is with some actual audio for our audience to hear. Okay, then what do we do? What happens, what happens next? What happens well, well, next well, in the dream? In, in the dream, they're, they're not in order. I saw David. I feel like we should go to the factory. It's like, so the right after that, it was people being shot down, right? I, I'm just pointing out that she's doing this right in the middle of, you know, everything horrible happening. Like she pulls them aside, leaves their kids right there during all this. And Yeah, you just know. stay underneath the table. That will block bullets. I mean, it worked so much when it saw her right through the window, which since she was under the table, the giant machine could not see her. So obviously the kids will be fine too. So at first when I saw that, I thought, oh, it must be a machine just kind of scanning for people, right? And since she had her back turned and she was kind of huddled over, probably just assumed it was a piece of furniture or something, right? Because it's just the back of her shirt. And then when I learned, oh, it's people in there, they should already know what the hell that looks like. All right, moving on. Moving on is uh, is a bunch of stuff to complain about again. Oh, okay. Wonderful. <laughs> There's not a lot of good things to say. So, okay, like, so this the whole... effects in this movie were not good. Okay, they like, weren't they weren't bad. I've seen way worse. Did you watch the train scene at the end? <laughs> Unacceptably like N64 <laughs> level graphics in a movie. Like oh, oh the generation for N64. Yeah, it was that was bad. Okay, maybe I think I was I think I was more paying attention to the concept of the bridge falling. But, but it like fell in single chunks all of the same same length and they all splashed with the same animation. Yeah, it, it was like, like pretty they much ran the same animation. For it. It's like you couldn't splash somehow. a little bit differently for each one. I mean, it's not like the water is the same depth at every single point or moving it the same way, you know. Like it would splash a little bit differently every single time. All right, guys, we're not we're not watching uh, Spider-Man with uh, you know a ten billion dollar budget here. We're, we're watching a Netflix original movie with a hundred dollar budget. So yeah, right. Netflix original watched... movie means that it had hundreds of millions of dollars behind this thing. Have either of you watched Altered Carbon? Yeah, Altered Carbon definitely had a that great had budget. That had fantastic graphics. 
that's like the standard I'm setting for this, and that's just unacceptable. That might not be a fair standard to set for anything, because mm -hmm. I've seen new big box office movies that have worse graphics than Altered Carbon. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, no, oh, Netflix, Altered Carbon they, is over I, a year old now, and something that just came out is like, oh, that's not as good a graphic. Just knowing what Netflix can do means that I have higher standards, I guess. And it's, we know that uh, a bunch of their shows are run by kind of the same group of people and stuff. And so you would assume that their graphic people that they've chosen to partner with to do a bunch of their movies and stuff would hopefully be up to the same standards. Even, so to be fair, they do vary it a little bit, but not much. Yeah, but even at the Yeah, land, but it's right on the land and water comes out of the, the last piece, right? It's essentially on land piece. and water still spouts out like the middle of where the bridge <laughs> fell. Not like off to the sides and stuff because that piece is shaped different. It still spouts up the exact same way just a slightly smaller they didn't like anyway the bridge is falling it spouts up through the middle of the bridge if you look at every single uh, piece <laughs> on there like the water starts coming up through the middle of the bridge like this is only something that's possible through computer graphics to do they well, come through a bunch of concrete let's see it's just falling into water let's see if it wasn't actual I... concrete and maybe it was just like perforated concrete that had holes all in it no. Stop trying to make excuses for this. <laughs> this is not acceptable CGI. Anyway, I totally got us off on a tangent on the CGI. Um, I yeah. don't know where we left off in the document because I got upset. Okay, but there are other CGI moments in there that actually look a lot better. Uh, some of you know there some of the explosions, some. the uh, some of the alien ships flying, you know, things like that that actually look quite a bit better. Yeah, well, everything looks better when it's dark or wet. So if it's dark as shit and you can't even see it at all in the first place, and all you got is a couple outlines going on, then sure, yeah, it's gonna look great. Cause honestly, I don't think you actually saw any of the scanning bots or whatever in full. I mean, there's one section where you actually saw more of it than any other scene. And even that's then, when they were it, hiding on the roof. And even then, I mean, it was still dark as crap. You really didn't get a good glimpse of it. But even there, the CGI on like the engine stuff was questionable. Like, I mean, I know it costs a lot of money and it's not easy to do the CGI, but it just seemed like they, you know, they cut corners in certain spots and it, I think it ruined a lot of what it could have been. I don't think there was CGI, uh, well, there was a little bit of CGI when we looked into the body, but a lot of it looked like it was, you know, built from actual pieces of stuff. Okay, this is literally, literally the most detailed aspect of these machines that you will see. Completely and utterly. This is the most detail out of the whole thing. I mean, and it looks dark and you're blinding it with a sort light source. To so be they're fair, using tricks so that they don't have to show very much of it. So to be fair, this movie was trying to be a thriller. And I emphasize the trying. Having your enemy be more unknown like that does give a more sense of a dread if you were actually afraid of them in the first place. But like, like a at all to me. like they're legitimately right next to it, and it's like, well, then whatever, it's not there, and they just it just slice away. Wait, hold on, how did they right. not seem like a threat to you? I mean, like they just came in gun blazing right off the bat. How no, I, I mean, it didn't seem like a thriller to me. It seemed like more of like a like an action movie. Whereas in a thriller, you'd be like fearful, and whereas in this, I was waiting for the next explosion, hoping it would be yeah, good. exactly. But they did definitely try and set it up, like you said, like a thriller in many respects and but they just pack too much action in between everything to make it to build up that suspense well there, and there's nothing wrong with having an action thriller but this was done in such a way that I, I think it's even under thriller in netflix it was done in such a way that it just wasn't well done yeah okay like i said i think if they would have had less action in between some of the um the moments of building suspense it probably could have actually worked out as kind of a thriller in a way 
Okay, so honestly, the whole movie, it seemed like it was literally maybe a 20-minute section inside of another movie, and they just kind of pulled it out and made it into an hour and a half. Yeah, that goes back to what we were saying much earlier about right. them constantly I, I, I just, bringing up the same kind of stuff over and over again. Right, but I think there could have been a better backstory. The damn name is Extinction, and yet there's no extinction happening. They all get away and nothing changes. I mean, other than they're hiding underground, they could have been like robots underground. Why so, extinction? Uh, I was just going to point out that it, we're skipping way ahead to the point that it feels like they were trying to set up for a second movie, but I don't think it's successful enough to no. warrant putting the money into it. No, certainly not. No, I do, I do have to agree they were setting up for a second movie. Again, it, I probably wouldn't watch it, not willingly. Oh, Netflix. So many good things and so many so bad things. So many bad things. It seems that they like this with their apocalypse movies. Like, did you either of you watch the, the Netflix show, How It Ends? Uh, no. no I, I that show, that one, spoilers, by the way, if you care. The movie was okay and then ends the same way with them kind of just riding off into the sunset with nothing resolved. Okay, so then Netflix needs to hire new writers. Seriously. <laughs> Whoever they're getting these scripts from is not doing their job and actually proofreading it. You know, it's probably weirdos like us that are like, hey, we should totally do a movie and then submit it to Netflix. And they're like, sweet, yeah, okay, da-da-da. We'll use your idea. <laughs> Even if I was to submit a stupid concept to for a movie, it would actually have an ending. Or would it? Maybe Netflix will change it over to not having <laughs> to their, their bottled ending. It has some nice it has some nice ending that wraps up a bunch of, you know, holes and other things into it. Netflix like, you know what? We need to refilm this. They're just going to ride off on a train. Just off into the sunset. It's fine. No worries. As long as they disappear during the sunset, everything's good. That's how all our movies should end. I really don't think there's that many on Netflix that end that way, but they're... Uh, I have... Uh, Netflix originals. That's that's what we're, we're talking <laughs> yeah, about here. It's the only ending for Netflix originals. Okay, can I talk about these well, bunch of movie tropes? Yes, please. Yeah, go for it. I think... Uh, you had it you had it set up where you were showing the spaceship and right after that is the window cleaner when they get onto it but i'm going to talk about the um just a little bit before that when they go ahead and stick the kids into the closet and tell them to stay there and then they barricade the door these are things that you expect to happen in movies but most people would never actually do I mean, when if there's an entire war zone outside bombs are dropping kind of stuff you know like you don't hide yourself inside of your apartment with that crap going on but this happens in movies all the time. Of course, the little kid runs out of the closet. To go How get many her times doll. have you seen this in a movie? Right, like a hundred times. <laughs> like, and then gets into some sort of danger. Like, it's so played out. I was just cringing the entire time. They're like, let's barricade the door and put the kids in the closet. See, and the moment they start saying that, I'm just like, oh, please, and this please is the crap. This <laughs> don't is draw the crap. this out. Right here, this is the crap that why kids don't listen to their parents is because they watch this crap and they're like, oh, yeah, I'll be fine. Don't worry because mom and dad will save me. Look, I'm just saying, okay? There's just several of these throughout the movie that it's so played out and you know what's going to happen next like it's not even a oh i wonder what's going to happen it's this is definitely happening and exactly like the very perfect details of how it lays out is going to change slightly just because the movie and stuff it was like you know when the girl gets out from hiding in the closet and stuff and you know the people invading come through and he doesn't hurt the child that one's also super played out yeah, well dax says that daddy will make it okay and he's right daddy will always make it okay uh, of course daddy I... dax will definitely make it okay dax wants daddy to make it okay it's okay dax you could call me daddy state five um, i got off topic yeah. quickly I, I don't i don't see that ever happening i don't see dax ever calling you daddy state five 
Okay. <clears throat> okay. I, I was just continuing to claim, uh, you know, complain about all the tropes and stuff. Like, I I pointed out a few of them just, you know, in our little outline. Okay, so when they're in the apartment and they have the other family and all that other stuff, the dad dies. He, like, mm -hmm. gets blown up and shot and he falls off and da-da-da. And little girl's like, daddy, daddy. And mm -hmm. mom goes to try and pull her away and blam. There goes that and whole other falls. family. There's no hesitation whatsoever. There's no shock value at all of, well, oh my god, my best friend just fact, died. Yeah, but they're they're side characters, and it's another trope where oh, this main you know one of the side characters and stuff that would be the most useful in getting through this hellscape uh, dies in some horrible accident, and then the family goes to oh no, and then somebody else falls off the cliff or something else. Like th that's also <laughs> super played out. And I just have to point out that we see the mother hanging onto the child, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. and so the mother's hanging onto onto her daughter and stuff over the cliff, and the pod comes up and starts shooting into the thing. But we don't see the pod shoot the girl or um, the neighbor's wife or anything like that. But on the scene where it shows the pod moving away, they're not there anymore. So I I don't actually like we don't see them die. We saw the husband neighbor die, but we didn't see the child or the wife die. Well, you can't we see just... the mother and child die. That'd be just too sad. Or thrilling or something. It, it'd probably be too sexist for harm <laughs> to women and children at all, even though it's Yeah, I, I think it happens reality. to be the whole, hey, we don't want to see the women and children die that much. It's okay if they're already laying on the ground. That's fine. I mean, they did plenty of that in this set to show that the actual cause of and process of death was absolute. Of course, I think they also have some laws and regulations as to kids and violence and whatnot. The last trope I wrote down was them just making it to the train on time. Like, we saw the whole family in the window when they zoomed out. Yeah. That was a horrible shot. Like, why did they even bother doing that? Um, well, because they were practicing like, the reflection. Just before that, they barely CGI. make it in time with the enemy behind them shooting, right? Just give me a break. Oh, this movie it was interesting and when and when i keep mentioning these like oh these are just a few times in the movie that it happened this happened consistently through the entire movie non-stop like the um like the enemy saying i can save her i can save her you know talking about uh saving alice right. and peter's like stop stop we're, we're going to do it and then the enemy actually doing it and not just, yeah. like, murdering the crap out of them uh-huh. You know, you expect some of these in movies, right? Of course you want to see some tropes in movies. A little bit of predictability is nice. But every but... single turn, every single moment, exactly. No, yes, spoiler alerts all the way across the board. That's the whole point of binge that is for you to watch the movie and then come join the conversation. <laughs> yeah, it's much better when you watch the movie first. Well... So Peter steals the gun of the alien human people that are coming to attack them crap. And the alien wakes up from being knocked out kind of thing and starts tracking the gun. And the first thing Peter does is he's supposed to be technical. So of course he's going to try and fix it, right? Just like, okay, sure. Normally you would be like, oh, this gun doesn't work. I'm just going to throw it away and get one that does work because you're in a damn war zone. You're not going to sit down, take the time to try and fix something that you don't know. Right. But the about. reason why he carried it with him was it was a weapon of some sort. So he wanted to take that you know, in the first place. They created the weapons in the first place at some point. Right. So, I mean, somewhere in that shared knowledge of all those machines, he would have a sense of understanding of how to be able to unlock it somehow. And this is what gave away the entire thing to me, how I knew that the aliens were human, is at the gun scene when he's trying to fix it. I got you. And he says, oh, 
It's not very different from our technology. That line right there let me know, oh, they're humans that are attacking. I don't know why they were humans at that point exactly, but I knew that they were humans because alien technology is not supposed to be something that you can easily fix and understand unless you're some crazy genius or something, which he's obviously not, right? The trope of genius being able to fix alien tech. Right. But um, he since he's clearly not that and it doesn't fit in that trope, it's like, well, they're obviously humans now. Like they gave away the stupidest it was just one of those things in the movie that uh, is like, oh, so he gave away too much of the information and he was able to use it. It brought down people in one shot. It was through their own armor, by the way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was it was a super, super convenient thing. And I think that if they would have actually put some barriers in the way, um, having to find different kinds of weapons and other stuff, things that were a little bit less effective. Or, there's so many things that could have made it much more interesting for the action scenes and for, you know, the suspense of, of stuff building up. I think it was a really bad decision on their part to use that gun and then make it the thing that they were tracking them with. Like, all he had to do was pull up the thing on his arm and see where they were at. Okay, so clearly, okay, so clearly the humans have been shoved over into Mars. So it took them 50 years to pull together enough resources to come and kill everybody? Yeah, that's the storyline. Which, admittedly, is kind of cool as an idea, just not well executed. No, it wasn't very well executed. I mean, I think some more of the backstory when uh, he's changing out the light as maintenance and you see that little clip of news that's going on. That played three times through the movie. The same clip. The only problem is it's such a short clip. Um, I don't even remember in what aspects. But. Well, they, yeah, they showed that uh, the clip of him fixing the light and the news stream going on. Then they showed the other side of the clip, him running to protect his wife and find her down the hallway in the other room and stuff, and the humans walking in to kill them. But it misses the the middle point in there. As soon as that clip finishes playing, then attacks start happening. Like, that did, just didn't make sense because the news is going, hey, something's going to have to happen soon. But then immediately they're trying to take out all the synthetics well i, I want to that was a news clip okay, at the moment so, and right after that he's running down the hallway with people coming after him right okay so my only problem with there's no news or anything like that that they're actually being violent and taking over or anything i mean it's literally a news clip that's saying we should just kill them all before they kill us so let's take the first move and and just wipe their asses out that's where yeah, it's half not the like problem starts. it's not like hey we should probably shut some of these synthetics down since you know, we're having trouble with our society and them. You're right. And they just moved to, let's have Black right. Ops armies and stuff go through and just yeah, mow just, them all down with machine guns. Yeah, they're just mowing them all down and killing them all because, simply, they're taking the uh, average person's job. I mean, they showed that clip a couple of times that they were pitchforking of, you know, that they want their job back. Talk about a trope. They're taking our jobs. And somehow it spirals down so fast that they're now just killing them all. I don't still don't get it. They obviously had it planned out well enough. All these synthetics were unarmed. It didn't sound like there was some splinter group of underground synthetics that were blowing up, you know, buildings right. or anything. I mean, crazy if that like was that. the case, then it would make more sense. But there's that backstory doesn't exist in this movie at all. Yeah, it, we don't see that. We don't see like, oh, synthetics blew up a building, killing thousands of humans or something crazy. Like that would make more sense for this, right? No, it was just simply a political movement. Where they were like, now we're scared out of our, the extreme leftist was, you know, the synthetics that were actually making it possible for you to get fat and be lazy, okay, and you're getting freaked out because of it. Personally, I'd rather be fat, lazy, and let a synthetic do all my work. 
Yeah, we just don't see the like how this built up. It what didn't exist. That's the backstory that mattered, not as we mentioned earlier, the oh I'm having trouble with my family backstory like that. I mean <laughs> like, couldn't have some of his like flashbacks been a little bit different and included like yeah, just the like little bits and pieces, of, but been able to have done a little bit more so that we could have pieced it together. Like they they showed them, you know, a bunch of synthetics and then people just walking around, and then the pod flying up and then shooting a bunch of people. It was like, well, where did this clip come from? Like, why does this thing exist? So the point is, is that so they go, they obviously had some sort of plan to wipe them all out, but. The humans are obviously lost to the synthetics because we see the memories of them patrolling streets with dead people around and they all have these military-grade firearms. And so the synthetic, like, they had to have lost even though they had a plan to wipe them all out. This doesn't even make sense to me. Like, how did that switch happen? How did the humans go from, we're killing them all, a bunch of unarmed synthetics, to, oh, we lost and we have to leave? It, it was a big, massive jump, and I'm not even sure how the hell that even happened. Like I said, this has to be a setup for, like, a sequel. Something that there's so many gigantic plot holes. No, I, I think the problem, this is a setup for a prequel. Yeah? That's a okay. That's essentially what it, it, it is. a setup for a prequel. I might actually watch a prequel, to be honest. I would, too. Now, so that way you can get the, the you know, fill in all the plot Unfortunately, holes. Unfortunately, it would probably like be that. filled with so many tropes that I would get irritated halfway through and shut it off. Probably. I'd be like, not this shit again. Okay, so at, at the very end of the movie... They show the little girl and the whole family like walking into the apartment and just starting to create a life for themselves randomly out of the blue. Clearly, it was right around Christmas time at some point because they are, had are you Christ sure you want to skip over the the fact that they were like they essentially took over these people's lives? Like it almost seemed like they took over their jobs and stuff too. Well, I mean, clearly they did take over the lives because there was plenty of pitchforking over the whole thing. But my my question is, how the hell did that monkey survive fifty years? I mean. It does look a little used and abused. Only like 15 years abused. But I mean, this girl is like completely attached to it. And if she was attached to it like that for 50 years... It'd be wrecked. Right. I mean, and it's not even that bad. People with kids will, will know that when an item like that with a kid that age and stuff, it'll last a year, maybe two, before it gets to almost unusable stuff breaking and things. And I assume that it was really just that, you know, like the bear was just that old. You know just a couple years not 50 years yeah i mean it did break we did see him having to fix it well but... how many times did he do that because i mean seriously if you think about it okay so at the even at the end i mean they clearly were wiping minds and saying that you're gonna be part of a family and you're gonna be family and da 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 so how many times does this actually happen is it just like okay you you only um your memory will only last for four <laughs> years <laughs> Oh no. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess why? <laughs> I love um, it. My kid I'm lasted not... 13 years before he became un unusable and broken. <laughs> and you know what? I honestly agree because the same thing happened over here. So <laughs> it's when they start, you know, developing their own smartassery and you're just like, stop being a dick. You know, you're still under my damn roof. <laughs> You still got to abide by the rules. You still got to go to school. You still got to eat. You still got to do all this other crap. And then they want to sit there and be like, I'm in charge and I'm going to take over and blah, 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 blah. But okay. So, but honestly, <laughs> there was a lot of us who were exactly like that as well. So, I mean, me, <laughs> except for the only difference is I didn't want to be home. So, uh, yes, all 13 year olds are dicks. That, that sentence did. Wow. 
Yeah, we're not going to read that. <clears throat> I mean, it was very action-packed. There was no real explanation in anything at all, except for when the human shows up. And that's when a little bit of explanation happened, when we find out 50 years and... But yeah, we... but, I mean, okay, so we were left with a bunch of questions and stuff, and then, like you said, near the end, when the human kind of shows up, we get we get a little bit of questions answered. And they make it to uh, to his factory, and then we get what feels like three minutes of pure exposition from David. David just sat there and talked about like, oh, the history and uh, what we're plan, our, what our plan is, and all this other stuff. It's like, oh, now we understand what's happening. Like instead of you know trying to explain it throughout the movie, give hints of it, and then giving a small exposition to pull it all together, they just dropped exposition on you. Like have David tell us the whole story. Well, and then. Like, they're, if their attempt was to wipe out all of the androids, then um, they obviously failed, since at least a few got away. And if those few got away, then a bunch more probably did. So nothing really changed. If you found, if I found out I was an android and the humans were trying to kill me, I'd instantly try and build a resistance back. Yeah, definitely. Like, the, the whole fact that there's a resistance and everything and even a hiding place, a secret base, all that, makes perfect sense. Like, that's one of the parts of the movie that I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, they didn't all just wipe their memories. They prepared for this. They knew it was going to happen, which is one of the whole things. If I'm, It seems like it was setting up for a sequel. But uh, like State 5 said, it really does seem like it's more set up and better prepared to have a prequel. And if they don't shove a bunch of weird crap into it, it might actually be decent and good. When I don't know if starts... you're wanting to get into back into the CGI and technical details bit. Because there was the point of where they opened up his chest and connected the thing, you know, the power wire or something else to be able to save his wife. Okay, so he's going to grab this cable out of a box, um, which, you know, is super convenient. Of course. Well, I mean, it um, was a storage unit, essentially. But it's the, like, my video that I'm watching from the stream is delayed, so you're going to have to yeah. excuse me. I'm going to mention this stuff after everybody else has already seen it. He prepares the connection and stuff, and in his chest, all it looks like is that he cuts a tube of whatever. Uh, yeah, he just cuts a tube of whatever. Like there's liquid inside, and then he sticks what looks like a power cable onto it. So he sticks a power cable into a tube that's now filled with air. Um. So yeah, it it looks like he and he plugs in a power cable into an empty tube on both of their bodies in different spots. By the way, not like in the same like area. Like you would like this is this point where you intersect between the you know the two bodies to be able to transfer power. It like goes from his chest to her wound. Because obviously that's where the power needs to go to heal the wound. Maybe. Where else would it go? I mean, to the rest of her body, so it can heal itself. I I don't know. I guess that that kind of makes sense. What, what you just said when you said it, like it kind of like okay, completely facetious. That no. Yeah, but I'm just saying it still kind of makes sense, right? I don't know. There's only one plug. But for the my problem phone is, is that it goes into it. an empty tube. Like that's that's my point. Is that it's just it doesn't look like it does anything at all. There's no new flashy lights. Nothing happens. I'm we still, just see uh, him like knock out into a memory. But yeah, I just wanted to point out technical details that after I've complained about literally everything in this movie, I feel like I've just talked about shit on this movie so much. Okay, but really, honestly, it wasn't horrifying. We we are definitely picking um, on this movie. It was not like okay. this horrible, horrible right. movie. It was an okay I, movie. I would like, give it was it... not bad. It okay. was just not um, good. I would give it... If I were to give it a star rating, I would literally give it five half stars. <laughs> it, so it you did the right point five out of five, but didn't do anything well. 
yeah. I mean, it hit, it hit points, and, and it was entertaining, but it was frustrating and blah, blah, and yeah, the same thing. Yellow, uh, out of a scale yellow. of 10, out of 10, I would probably give it a 6. It was okay. If you can get past the tropes and some of the irritating little things, um, it was just an okay movie. Like, there's nothing that bad about it. But we definitely are picking on it, and there were things yeah. that, if you're trying to pay attention to a movie, kind of like we are when we're watching this to talk about, the, these things jump out at you, and it gets irritating pretty quick. I, I honestly don't think I would watch it again. Um... <laughs> I was trying to watch it again today before we jumped on here, and oh, no. I, I couldn't do it. Uh, I yeah. got, oh. you know, I was just like, you know what? I got it. I don't, I don't want to cry. Yeah, I, I'd probably give it not even a six, probably a five. And getting through it for me this first time was hard. I usually try and watch movies through the lens of this is a fun watch through this time, and then the next time I watch, then I go through and pick on it. But this this movie was bad enough that I didn't enjoy it the first time. 